0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. This is your Feel Good Sister Ray.
3: And this is Heather.
2: And we are so happy that you're here for another edition of our leading edge conversation about all things law of attraction, all things feel good flow, all things what I don't know what else do we talk about? <laughs> 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 all things enlightenment. <clears throat>
3: all things enjoy embodying joy.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And I still have my, <laughs> I still have my deep Brenda Vaccaro. Okay, it's kind of sexy, isn't it cute? It's
3: it's cute, but it's weird because it seems <clears throat> you didn't have it when we're talking and now that we're, you're recording it.
2: And now it's coming back in. Well, what you know. the
3: heck? It's allergic to the microphone.
2: <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so we're so happy you're here. Today's show is going to be all about trusting the process. What process, you ask? Well, that's why you have to stay tuned. We're going to talk about how it is that we can trust life. Yes. Trusting what's happening. Trusting what's unfolding. We often have talked about this fourth step living, this idea of living with the contrast, looking and embracing the contrast as part of our evolution, part of our expression. There is no waiting in this loving gorgeous philosophy of life because everything is always working out for you let's all say that together everything is always
4: always working working out out
2: for for me which is my favorite tattoo bumper sticker um so what is it about trusting the process that we struggle with heather now you have a lot of clients that you deal with a lot of people that you talk to on a daily basis why aren't we trusting life as it's unfolding what's the deal
3: What's the deal? I Here's the consensus. Um, we think we're doing it alone. We've somehow or another figured out these phrases like, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And we think we have to forge ahead and make it happen. So we think that we got to figure it out. And so trusting the process is allowing source, which is my favorite phrase that sources has told me. We got the how you do the allow. Love and that. for us... For us, type A, logical, reasonable people that are somewhat controlling. <laughs> I'm sure you've never heard of anyone like that.
2: <laughs> I've not never heard I- of anyone who's not type A. <laughs> right? Have you ever have you ever read? Have you ever heard anyone say, "Hi, I'm type B." Uh, I'm lazy, shiftless,
3: I know, right? have no purpose. <laughs> so true. I thought about that too. I was like, why does anyone ever talk about that? So so these these people that I used to be, the, the reason that I found this work probably was to save my soul from my crazy, um, is that it's really hard to to trust anything right in that sense that you're if you're not in control of it how do you trust it well so
2: yes exactly and, the, and there's sort of this catch-22 and if those those of you who are listening to the show for the first time we welcome you we are we love to talk about leading edge consciousness leading edge thought but also specifically teachers that are sometimes called channels because there is a broader perspective being th- brought through the teachers and our favorite, our favorite kind of house band, house channel is, is Abraham. And so we listen to a lot of their stuff. And again, that's abraham-hicks.com if he just found us out of some, you know, people do that. They just sort of tumble into Abraham. Um, you know, they, they really talk a lot about the fact that, you know, we have to remember we're not alone here. It might feel like we're alone in our head sometimes, but we're not. There's so much going on to orchestrate our well-being. And even in the seeming chaos, in the seeming crazy, there is something unfolding for us if we can just hold true to the alignment factor that nothing is too far from our ultimate path, no matter how crazy it looks, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have to trust even that which looks like the opposite of what we're wanting.
3: Well, that's going pretty far.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, but
3: I mean, I think it, it's it's trusting that um, that there is a source and that we are connected and that they have our backs. You know, that we've yeah. got you, kind of energy. And I've noticed the simpler it is, the easier it is. And so even though I've been studying Abraham for like 13, 14, however long it's been, years, I used to make it much more complicated than it is. But what I've gotten recently, because I channel the joyous ones and they talk about the joy of our bodies and um, that they smell through our nose that we translate vibration through our nose and translate vibration through our eyes and they see through us and that everything that's non-physical is them and everything that's physical is them so everything is them and so I talk about like breathing when you're when you're breathing you can't see the air you're like oh well I guess it's there but when you breathe and you inhale you can see your belly rise and I'm like okay so you see source entering you when your belly's rising Even though you can't physically see the air. I don't know if that makes sense or not.
2: (laughs) It does. I mean, it's everywhere. And I think that's... It helps us trust. Yes. it's process. Yes. Trusting that life process that we are surrounded. I often like to talk about the entourage because it's not like, oh, I have my spirit guide right? Like one little lonely soul out there that's trying to help me like not get a ticket. You know what I mean? It's it's like this whole orchestration, this whole entourage that is actually working with us and how we're perceiving life. Because again, I think the misnomer is that there is one reality out there. And what we're, we're really understanding through the vibrational uh, consciousness through science and source and spirituality is that there is as many realities as there are our consciousnesses, consciousnesses. And so we really understand that that source is working with us through our consciousness, through our perspective, mm-hmm. and and that every every turn, um, there's another ship coming in. You know, there's a, another ship and people say, oh, I, you know, I missed my ship right in. No, no, no. There's infinite amount of ships coming in. Yeah, You know. Well,
3: I think one of the ways that people um, can see that, trust the process that it's true, what you're saying about Um, everyone having their own kind of reality is if you think if you have a sibling um, I have a uh, two siblings and one of them you know pretty much the same life same parents same food same dinner time, bedtime same you know what I mean like same yeah like experience pretty much but our view of life is completely opposite and what I've noticed recently because It's just, he's created and manifest the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst in his life. And I've manifested like the most amazing thing. We're both powerful manifestors. He's just put his attention and focus on what's not working. And I've just put my attention and focus on what is working. And our entire lives are completely different, but it's, it's not, everything is, was just coming from the same. So it's so subtle, but so much of a gap so well the same
2: principle i think what you're saying is the same principle is at work right Mm -hmm. the same principle is at work and that um trusting the process of that principle is really freeing because Mm -hmm. then as you said you can simplify it we get it down to the simple we get it down to as we were talking about last week aligning, connecting in, and then doing what feels good, doing what is comfortable, which is oftentimes the opposite of what the cultural consciousness is telling us, which is pain and gain and struggle and all that kind of stuff. So we're really trying to trust the principle. But I think it's also funny the way that Abraham say, yeah, like, you know, trusting gravity. Good luck with not trusting gravity. It's still, you're still going to fall down, right? So I think it's what's interesting about trusting the process is not just you know, Yeah, working with gravity, working with law of attraction, but it's being conscious of the fact that you're working with these principles. It's watching them. It's, it's being able to translate these principles through our emotional bodies, through ourselves. So part of trusting the process is when stuff happens, how we respond, how we choose to perceive it, um, what happens emotionally, when things go haywire, and, and one of the tracks we're going to listen to tonight, a guy sat in the chair and he's like, you know, hey, I've I've manifested Parkinson's. First of all, that would make, freak out a lot of people because, you know, the idea of actually being responsible or involved in a diagnosis is really, really hard to get because you didn't do it consciously. You didn't go out and get it, you know. It's like you have some sort of crazy death wish, um, it, but when things manifest in our bodies, um, there is an opportunity for us to work with what has manifested. And what I thought was so interesting is that he talked about you know some of the metaphysical meanings of the particular disease that he talked about, which is Parkinson's. Was I think he had mentioned in the Louise Hay book that Parkinson's on the metaphysical realm, on the metaphoric realm, represented a, a distrusting of the life process, and there was a beat, beat, and then Abraham said, "Well, all disease is a, a mistrusting of the life process," and that really made me think. You know that 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 these physical manifestations, call them disease disorders, whatever, um, kind of boil down to a. a a lack of trust in the process of life. In other words, we have a yep. negative emotional response, a fear-based response, a stress-based response to what's unfolding.
3: Right. Yeah. You don't have to trust the process. The process is going to happen with or without your trust. It's, it's <laughs> going ha- to happen a lot easier if you trust it.
2: If you trust it. <laughs> right. And But then there's that whole thing about, all right, get over the fact that it happened. Like one of the things that they keep stressing in and the way that we trust the process is get over why it happened to you what could you could have done differently you know you know should I have gone gluten-free whatever you know it's like get get on your own side instead of trying to to justify or beat yourself up whether it be a diagnosis or a situation or whatever it seems like step one is to, you know, get on your own side and release resistance to what is happening because it's happening. Right? <laughs> it's like even if you stop allowing it um, to happen, it, it's still happening. You know, and I think that's the interesting part is leaning into what's happening rather than running from, uh, which which is is can be a challenging process when um, when we just want to get out of the circumstance you know, and being able to trust that process, I think is a sacred walk. I think one of the, one of the things that I read um, from a book, and I'm going to forget the author because I'm going to try and quote it. Uh, well, Women, Food, and God. Do you know who wrote that? Uh, Janine Ross. Yeah, Roth. Janine Roth. You know, she often said it. it's through that which is the most challenging that is an open door to God like it's through that which is most challenging to you right on the other side of that is your um, deepest connection to source
3: which is for me the same thing as saying um, when you know what you don't want so glaringly then you know what you do want that's when you have that pivot because you know so deeply you don't want this one thing that you're just so open to receiving the opposite of it yes That you have to go through that sometimes to come out the other side. And I think it's true that a lot of times we fear that we're going to stay there, you know, like we figure out what we don't want and then we manifest it instead of realizing that it's just the first step and then moving to the next step, which is now turning around and allowing what we do want from it exactly and it
2: is part of the process and trusting that process what do they say you you know you never get it wrong because you never get it done so much of what I think is so loving about this spiritual practice is that you get to just take a breath relax um know that whatever is happening there is something for you yeah um and and that you can start to slow it down a little bit rather than, oh, I gotta get out of this, I gotta, you know, do my affirmations a thousand times and jump upside down and rub my head and you know, pat my belly and how can I just run, run, run? It's That's just like
3: resistance.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's just standing in that place and receiving. But then the question is, how do we move into being in receptive mode for what we do want? Yeah. And and that really is the art. That's the art.
3: That is the art. And I have a story actually, because this last week, and I know it's interesting when we have time change that a lot of things kind of get juggle, juggle up or whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of contrast, a lot of stuff that happened that could have just, if I weren't in my right mind, could have taken me down the rabbit hole. But instead I decided to focus on what is working. Um, but a lot of the stuff that wasn't working was pretty huge. So I just kept focusing on what is working, what is working, what is working. And all of a sudden, everything that wasn't working started to resolve itself yep. just without my interaction almost like yep. it just happened yep. through me. Um, but oh shoot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose your train?
3: That's so funny. I think I lost my train. Well, but.
2: well, I thought, you know, that is so, so important what you were saying because, um, it's really about where you're focusing and where you're focusing because what you did by deciding to focus on what is working is that you started to create momentum in another direction. And then the law of attraction and, and the entourage we were talking about, then the spiritual entourage can work with you. You're like, clay. oh, I got it. Yes, I got it. Sorry. Yes, go.
3: <laughs> so I was channeling. Thank you for that. And I got this message because what we worry about is we get scared. What if? you know, just because I manifest this one good thing, what if I never do it again? Or what if I get stuck in what's not working, and I don't know how to get out. And so I was channeling and everything always comes in pictures. And this one picture was like, okay, so you leave your house in the morning, and you go to work, or you go to the grocery store, or you go take your kids to school. Are you ever worried that you don't know how to get home once you get there? (laughs) No. No, you're like, yeah, you just come back the same way you left and you get back home or you go a different route. There's all different ways to get there. But it was so interesting because once you've ever gotten yourself into what you do want, it doesn't matter how oh. many times you go down the path to what you don't want. You can always find your way home.
2: I love that. On that On that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more of trusting the process. We're going to listen to some Abraham We are going to crack this nut because it's beautiful. The walnut inside is gorgeously delicious. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio, and we are the Feel Good Sisters.
5: You've seen Reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
0: state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life.
1: We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual.
2: Welcome back from the break. I'm so glad that you're joining us for our radio show podcast, Extraordinaire, uh, talking about the law of attraction and all things every day. Before the break, we were talking about trusting the process of life, basically just trusting life, trusting that what's unfolding, even though you may not like it, is temporary. Take a breath. It's all temporary. And so what we can do is actually be able to slightly even, oh, may I say it, enjoy the contrast. Even just a little, can we just have a little bit of that deep, you know, like even in the worst of it, there's a part of you, maybe enjoy is like the wrong word, but there's just a part of you that's so grounded and trusting that something is going to come through that you don't freak out. Yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. You don't have to freak out at all, especially like, and I was talking about the, you know, how to get back home. So you could be at the store knowing how to get back home but still be at the store and thinking about your house and knowing that it's okay you're going to get there and you don't have to be there so you don't have to be in the good or in the not so good to know that the other one is on the other side yes um i love this the um those cookies i know you you like to talk about different sensations as well Cookies that are, I think they're called black and whites, where half of the cookie has white frosting and the other half of the cookie has black frosting. Yes. Is that what they're called? Yeah, I think they are. And so um, what I love about those is you can see the whole cookie, you can see the white, you can see the black, you don't have to be all in one side or all in the other. So when you're in the black, let's say, of what's not working in your life, and you can still see the light, on the other side of the cookie yeah that's it's, the trusting yeah that's the trusting it's it's all there it's that whole spectrum
2: and i think that's part of of where we get to use these tools that abraham talks a lot about and a lot of spirituals talk about is how we connect a source because that's where the information and in some of like the the gps <laughs> The spiritual GPS is coming from where we go this way, go that way. And so I think it's it's really interesting to watch our, prospect, our process on how we trust and how we begin to um, shift our thoughts and then therefore our emotional states when things get tricky. And so we want to play a little bit of a track from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop where we have a guy who he just spent about you know, twenty minutes talking about his Parkinson's and and really wanting to understand how to um, release this condition, and and at this part of the share and and the hot seat, uh, Abraham brings in this idea of trusting the process. So we want to play a little bit of it, and then we'll talk about it on the other end. So here we go.
6: And is an expression of not trusting the process of life. Well, we would say that is
7: true of every disease. Mm-hmm. Because when you are in sync with who you are and you are allowing the fullness of who you are to be present in this moment, let's talk about the word trust. That's really a good word. Because if you trust, now trust, 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 believe us when we tell you, oh, that's not it attention to what's happening well that doesn't work because when you focus negatively negative things happen and we don't want you to trust in that trust in law of attraction Mm -hmm. trust in the eternalness of who you are trust in the emotion that's present within you trust in your own guidance system so what trust or faith really is so we were talking about there's a vibration you don't trust it because you haven't even interpreted it yet. You haven't even realized it yet. We tell you it's there and you say, Oh, yeah, Abraham's delusional. We <laughs> say, so, "Well, the vibration is there. It's there. And you can tune yourself to the receptive mode. But can you trust it before you've tuned yourself to the receptive mode? So then we say, All right, pay attention to what the subtle realization of that vibration is. It's thoughts that occur to you and feelings that weft through you. That's something real and tangible. You can trust that. Mm -hmm. So there is an unconditional, because the condition hasn't changed yet. The manifestation hasn't happened yet. The money isn't in the bank yet. The car isn't in the garage yet. In other words, the full conditions, the conditions haven't adjusted to the vibration yet because the momentum hasn't been strong enough or long enough. But there is evidence of the motion. In the form of emotion and thought. So you don't have to stand in blind trust. If you can hear that piece, if you can hear us say this to you, all of you, when you are interpreting, better word, when you are realizing, same word, when you are interpreting, realizing, aware of a vibration. And it is giving you an emotional response, which means you're sensitive and you're feeling and the vibration is there. You must let that be enough evidence. So then you might say, trust your feeling. You might say, trust the process. You might say, trust in the laws of the universe. And we say, look for the evidence of it. It's all around you. Get focused upon something and watch it come to you. Start beating the drum of something and watch it come to you in spades. Show yourself the law of attraction is not arbitrary. It's certain. It doesn't take a lot of trust to be aware of the obvious. (laughs) So when you have listened to us a bit talking about the laws of the universe and you've practiced it in your willingness to just test it, the evidence comes to you strong. And so that's what she means or that's what we want her to mean. We're not saying trust your ability to focus. You haven't shown yourself you can do that yet, most of you very well. We're not saying trust. It's like we want you to trust that the sun's going to come up in the morning. And you say, well, that's pretty easy because it's been doing it every morning since I got here. And so it's pretty easy for me to trust in that unless you get on some crazy rant where someone who is delusional and focused upon not well-being has convinced you that it's all coming to a crushing end when it is barely beginning (laughs) it's easy to trust in things that you see with your eyes but that's conditional trust that's conditional love that's trusting in conditions that you can't always control and that's what trips you up But when you start trusting in things like law of attraction, which doesn't squirrel around on you, when you start trusting things like your own emotions, you start showing yourself the solidity of your thoughts and the irrefutable evidence that comes in response to that. As you develop this relationship between you and you, you can trust that. You will come to trust that what flows through you. You will begin to get impulses and follow through on them and see the evidence that you're wanting to see. And you will begin to trust. We just want so much for you not to need the evidence before you trust. We want vibrational evidence to be enough. We want emotional evidence to be enough. We want the feeling within you to be enough. We want you to show yourself how this works. And then anything that you focus upon comes to be anything. No exception.
3: Nice to know. Good. Nice to know.
2: Nice to know. All right. Let's dissect that one a little bit for anyone who's interested in getting the entire track which we encourage you to do because we give you just like this little morsel of this deliciousness. But we know that you're going to go to Abraham-Hicks.com and purchase this and all the other stuff that they record. This is a San Francisco workshop in 2015, um, which is, is really fantastic. So let's go back and kind of break that apart and talk a little bit about this idea of trust, trusting in the unseen, trusting in something that has no evidence yet. Trusting in our emotions and what our emotions mean and how our emotions are a a barometer, an an indication of what's coming. Uh I mean, when you show yourself, you don't want to take our word for it. You don't want to even take Abraham's word for it. You want to really experience this um, in your own mind and your own, ex- and many of the people who've been listening to the show, and many of us who follow Abraham, we've trusted this, we know it, we're kind of bulletproof on this. But it, but it starts to get into, you know, this this walk of the subtle. See, see, what I love about this practice is it's about the subtlety of spirit. Yeah. You know, it's like really understanding what a vibration is, whether it be a thought or emotional. And a let that be evidence of a shift in vibration, right? Let that be evidence. That is enough that we can trust in, oh, I found a way to focus on something better, and that means things are going to get better, right? But we can't necessarily have the evidence first. And of course, like he was talking about with his condition, his Parkinson's is still very present, and it may be present for a while. But that doesn't mean he can't begin to trust the process of what's coming. Subtle.
3: It's very subtle. And it's there's something between understanding what we're talking about in your logical mind and then feeling it in your body. And I love that they talk about emotion because emotion is what we feel. So 10% of our ourselves is the physical and 90% of us is the non-physical. Well, the non-physical includes the emotion. You can't see um, joy or love or anger. You can't see it. You can feel it in your body. So if you can like harness these emotions and that's how we really start to own this process because it happens with or without us But if we can just harness it, and this is what people are wanting to do, how do I harness this? How do I live it and own it? It's all through the emotions and really being aware of what you're noticing and what's a feeling that you'd like, how to move up the vibrational scale by knowing how you feel now, how you'd like to feel, and then usually what's the thought that is the precursor to the feeling. And working your way up the vibrational scale by working your way up that thought to feel just a little bit better, just a little bit
2: better, just a little bit better. And if we could high five ourselves when we've made that shift, because I think because this is really a work of such subtle nature, emotions, thoughts, shifting, not making huge, gigantic Grand Canyon leaps, but just soft, subtle changes um, in our perception, in the way that we're viewing someone, something, some situation. And, you know, if we could, uh, for a moment, get a glimpse of our spiritual entourage, they are having a standing ovation when we subtly move up that feel-good scale. When we decide to take take just a slightly broader view and we step back and we move into that more general place of knowing that all is well, even in the seeming chaos. I know that the entourage is standing in great excitement. Now, of course, they're standing in great excitement no matter what we do. But there is that understanding that um, it is that subtle movement That is so, so meaningful. And that's when you begin to really trust the process. When you know that you've spent 17 seconds focused on a better feeling thought, you are now hands in the clay working with the energy that creates worlds to move your life in a different direction, to move to a place of better feeling. But you cannot need the evidence in order to trust. And of course, that's what faith is you know
3: right and that's what we were talking about last week too was the flip side you know we think once I have this then I'll be happy but it's once I'm happy then I'll have this it's like we have to flip the the side that we're looking at and see the flip side
2: and we have to live in that flip side you know you cannot go get money because you think money will buy you freedom and your vibration is living in bondage Money can't stick to you. It'll come in and come out or you'll just miss it completely. One of the great ahas of this process is that if you feel freedom first and you feel that great creativity that comes from being totally free, Uh even in your seeming job, must do, responsibility, you can find freedom in how you're perceiving and how you're thinking about your situation and then money comes as a result yeah. to facilitate the freedom that you were looking for but it is walking in the non-evidence of freedom and feeling it that is everything like doors open worlds open so. yep. it's just um it's such an exciting topic that we love to talk about, let's face it, endlessly, believe it or not, Heather and I, even when we get together off air are having these same conversations. And sometimes we (laughs) thought, dang, we should have recorded that. (laughs) Because we know, like you, this is what gets us excited, because then we begin to mold the clay to have fun, not because we're trying to save the world, not because we're trying to make anything radically different. But we're trying to move into that powerful realization that we are the very energy that we're talking about we are the energy that creates worlds and that is what we came here to realize and to receive and with that we got to take another break when we come back trust the process even during the commercial break (laughs) we'll be back after the break talk to you later
4: Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from Grief to Grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
6: I'll light a candle in your name. What if you were intentional about your life? Committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that.
4: Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful? Spiritual, even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore, too. Milena Dawn and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists. Examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut Have fun ordering your copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug today on Amazon.com.
6: Don't think let it unfold.
1: You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction@unity.fm. at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. Before we jump back into our topic, trusting the process, I wanted to also call your attention to a couple of things um, that we have on our website, which is everydayattraction.com, where you, 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 that's you, can sign up for a personal one-on-one Uh, channeling session with our very own Heather and um, so check out that opportunity and what a glorious gift you can give yourself to just have someone who is able to tap into source energy, focus on you. Give yourself that gift because that's what we're here to do. We're here to support one another. So head over everydayattraction.com, sign up for a session. She has some incredible deals for us, and we're so grateful that she's giving um, these gifts to uh, us, this little Everyday Attraction Feel Good Nation Go team. Um, also check out our blog. I've been blogging, um, after every show, kind of recapping the show, but also telling you about my new favorite vibrational sidekick, the essential oils, which I just love on the emotional journey. Not only do they all kind of, all kinds of wonderful stuff on the health side, but I'm really honing in on how these beautiful pieces of nature, which let's face it, it's the essence of God. <laughs> in its natural form, can really help us um, release resistance and begin to trust this process as we're talking about. And this week, I think I'm going to be talking about wild orange, which is really basically sunshine in a bottle. And I'll talk about some processes on the blog that I'm using in my daily practice to help me get to that subtle but profound shift in my thinking and in my vitality and my energy. So check out all that stuff. We also have a new Facebook page, which is... Heather?
3: <laughs> Facebook.com slash Feel Good Sisters.
2: Facebook.com Feel Good Sisters. And Heather has been um, posting on that. And then I also have a Twitter account. Oh, we're just so up on it. Um, we I also started a Twitter, uh, Everyday Attract. Everyday Attract. Also, if you do Feel Good Sisters, you'll find us at Everyday Attract. Um, on Twitter, and we're posting all about different stuff that we're doing. So that's us. Back to uh, some of the stuff we were talking about before the break.
3: Yeah, I wanted to yeah, talk go about some applications too, because we were talking about this happens with or without you. So might as well
4: <laughs> get on board
3: in participation. In participation with it, um, and one of the things that I love working with people on is how to apply these principles at work. And one of the reasons I love work is because most of us spend the majority of our lives at work or asleep. And we already know when we're asleep, we go into being with source. So we don't really need to do any work then. <laughs> <We're> already, <laughs> it's already done. We're already trusting the process while we're sleeping. Amen, sister. <laughs> so while we're at work, it's like, well, it's, it's a time where we are not as triggered as maybe somebody wants to manifest money or relationships or or health or something those are really very hot topics but work is a, is a topic where you can practice and play and see how things roll out and so taking the emotional guidance system and all the principles of deliberate creation and law of allowing and trusting the process and all of this and bringing it into your day to day at work and seeing how your relationships with your colleagues your clients your boss, your investors, your staff, whatever it might be, just kind of follow suit. So I love playing in that way.
2: And it is a good way to practice some of these principles because there might not be as, now You know, work can be a triggering place, but there often are times where um, you're slightly detached maybe from circumstances and you're able to play with some of these principles and begin to show yourself that when you shift and when you uh, bring a different energy to the table, that your coworkers, your boss, the circumstances, your clients, they actually change. And it is a really interesting way to experiment because then you can bring some of that home, like you said, to your relationship your family life, and you've sort of practiced some of these these muscles. You know, Heather, I know you work with a lot of entrepreneurs and also CEOs. How is their process a little bit different? Um, from say someone who is working for someone is the energy you think for entrepreneurs and people who aspire to be entrepreneurs is probably many people who are listening that are working for somebody but kind of crave that idea of working for themselves or working you know uh, and building something how is that energy or how do you work with them differently
3: it's actually probably more similar than you would think but I think there's this belief system that If you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, you're setting the energy Mm. um, that Mm. you want other people to match or that you want to ripple out to the rest of either your staff or the clients. Whereas if you work for someone else, you still want to set the energy there, but there's some level of detaching from um, what's happening. If you're an employee and you have no control of what's happening at the top level, Um, You have to kind of create your own vibration within, I call it your bubble, um, to just be able to detach from the outcome of what's going on in the other dynamics within the company. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like working with CEOs and entrepreneurs, because I like to start from the top down and that trickle down effect. Um, Leaders, as we all are leaders on the leading edge, we are, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we get the opportunity to set the vibration for others to match us. And I mean, you know, you said earlier, we're not here to change the world. I'm not here to manually change the world, but I do have aspirations of the world changing just by who we be as we allow source through us.
2: Agreed, because there is something we're wanting. We're wanting to be able to, to be part of that shift, which is exciting. Um, I want to go back and listen to a little bit more of this trusting the process track that we've been uh, delving into with Abraham, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. So here we go.
7: Good
6: enough. So if I would train my attention on this vibration of flow, trust, well-being, health.
7: Well, health is a little more specific than maybe is good for you. Oh. That's a condition. In other words, if you're not feeling so good, then that's a condition that might make it harder for you to focus there. So we'd be more general than that if we were standing in your physical shoes. That's like someone saying to you, our friend earlier who's having these dreams and who, while he's dreaming, knows that abundance is coming to him in great proportion. But if he's looking right now, at the relationship of the abundance that's come versus the abundance that he's been dreaming about, he might hinder his own vibration in this moment by focusing on the absence of something that is not tangible and what we are saying to him and to you, focus upon the presence of something that is perceivable. That's what unconditional means. Focus upon the vibrational evidence of it focus upon the vibrational essence the vibrational evidence essence of it and it will become a condition that is tangible but if you get ahead of yourself and need the condition to be there first and it isn't then you introduce resistance into your vibration and you slow the whole thing down you all heard that clearly didn't you and that's what louise means when she says trust the process
5: something like the focus could be on peace or
6: a vibration of if
7: you believe in peace but that's a hard one too and don't focus on love for humanity because that's a hard one too (laughs) when we were wanting to help someone understand that on the telephone one day with a woman who wasn't having any of us we said focus on blue glass and she said For God's sake, why? And we said, because we are asking you to and because you don't have any negative attachment to that. To blue what? Blue glass. We just said, focus on blue glass. She wasn't too impressed. And then we said, "Uh, let's focus on butterflies. She wasn't too impressed about that either. Let's focus on feathers. She ended up hanging up in great dissatisfaction. And then Esther went about her day. And within the next couple of hours, All three of those things presented themselves to her in what most would call maybe natural ways, maybe even circumstantial ways, maybe even mundane ways, but because they were things that were active in Esther's vibration, it got her attention when she realized what was happening. Jerry and Esther had gone to La Jolla to have lunch, and they left the car with the valet and got out of the car and were walking up the street to George's where they were going to eat. And they were walking past a shop and Esther felt a very strong compulsion to go in the shop. Now, that isn't an unusual thing, really. (laughs) But Esther knows the feeling that she felt. It was like an undeniable feeling. It was like, I must go in here. And Jerry didn't want to go. And Esther said, Please, 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 just come with me for a minute. Just for a minute, just for a minute, just for a minute, just for a minute. Please, please, please come with me just for a minute. Just for a minute, just for a minute, just for a minute. Please, please, please come with me. Just for a minute. Why? I don't know. (laughs) What's in there? I don't know. Is there something in there you want? I don't know. Please, 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 come with me. The impulse was so strong. In they went. And on the back wall, a wall of blue glass, unlike anything. Esther had ever seen, not anything she wanted but blue glass, blue glass blue glass because it was active in her vibration, barely, and the universe was through the path of least resistance showing her, the path to anything active in your vibration is right there, right there close by so they weren't there very long they came out, they went and had lunch, then they went down to the edge of the ocean and as they were walking across the grass on the way to the rocks and the sand. A flurry of butterflies surrounded them that was so dense they had to stop talking to keep from eating butterflies. (laughs) It was really, really intense butterflies, like nothing she'd ever seen. Butterflies. A herd of butterflies, (laughs) a plethora of butterflies unusual, weird, it was weird butterflies. It was weird, 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 weird butterflies. But even then, Esther didn't notice. She hadn't felt the correlation about the blue glass and she hadn't felt the correlation about the butterflies. She was detached enough in the conversation. And then a little boy who she didn't know came running across
3: the grass and handed
7: her a feather.
2: I love that story. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I I'm just thinking the same thing. I've heard that before. I love that story. It's so perfect. It. I love
2: the blue glass, the butterflies, and the feather. So what I loved about that particular portion of, uh, of that session was really the understanding of where you're placing your attention and focus on the vibrational essence of what you're wanting. And then the condition will follow. Isn't that amazing? Like therein lies sort of the the pie, <laughs> the the perfect orchestration of what we talk about all day, every day on the show. It's like we focus on the vibrational essence, and that's the emotion. That's the feeling. And if we hold on to that vibrational essence long enough, the condition will follow. I mean, it's such a beautiful mathematic setup. And so when we begin to trust the process of what's full unfolding, seeing what's happening, and then being able to just guide our attention, shift our attention, and begin to focus on the vibrational essence of what is possibly the opposite of what we're experiencing. <laughs> and to hold it, and to hold it, and to hone it, and to let it really begin to be um who we are and knowing that the condition will follow. But it's that non-resistant movement that really makes all the difference. So subtle, so subtle, but powerful. I mean, this is the very thing that they're talking about that creates worlds, that the spiritual entourage, all those energies that are here to deliver that which we are wanting are just waiting for an opening. Where we lessen our focus, we embrace the essence of something, and use that as the beginning of the momentum and the manifestation that comes. Mm -hmm. Mm, It's a beautiful dance. It's a beautiful dance. And, And we know that the contrast that's happening, the stuff that's happening, is really setting us up for that dance.
3: Yeah. Can't miss Can't miss.
2: Can't miss. It is trusting the process that whatever is happening in your life is there for you to be able to then shift and move and allow Source to show itself to you, to be evidence to you because of what you did with your consciousness (laughs) so that you can see how vital and alive you are inside Source. It's fun. Fun stuff, this physical existence. I like
3: that it it takes the pressure off too because, you know, it's kind of sad and scary to think that we're all alone in here, you know? Right. And um, when Source really does have our back like like it does, we're never alone. And we really don't have to be as perfect as we think (laughs) because, first of all, Source loves us no matter what. So the key... And as we sort of wrap
2: up this hour is is to really trust the process, but also be conscious of the fact that you are the process and that how you respond and how you shift and how you change makes all the difference in the world. And you're here at play. You're here to show yourself yourself that you are indeed the, the very embodiment of this source energy and that you're here Yay. Yay, here at play. So we thank you for joining us in for this hour. As um, the Feel Good Sisters like to do, we hope that you felt some relief this hour, that you heard an aha moment, that you'll be able to take into your week, your month, your year and make a difference because it is all about the Feel Good pl- Flow. Oh. So
3: thank you, Heather. Feel good, sister. Feel
2: good, sister. Have fun and let that feel good flow be your guide this week. See you next time.
1: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather join them every friday 10am pacific noon central on unity online radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended everyday attraction is sponsored by send out cards check out www.sendoutcards.com/attraction bring more appreciation into the world send a card of appreciation and gratitude today sendoutcards.com/attraction Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.